Boss, pleasure to have you on. Appreciate it. First sweet shot owner. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's brilliant. I love it. It's interesting. Like, why did you get in that? Is it just because you didn't want to grow up and you love sweets as a kid or? Um, I think more so I just always wanted a challenge. I wanted something different in life. I'd been working, I um when I'd left college, I did my MBQ working with children. Um, I did that for about four and a half, five years. And um I just got bored. I was bored of working for someone. Um, yeah, I was fed up with being told what to do. So I wanted to sort of go out and chase my own dreams and just get out there and do it. Um, and I saw it, set it out as a challenge, really. Um, there used to be a sweet shop in this village. Um, they went, it went quite a long time ago. And um, I thought, well, why not? Let's just go for it. Wow. And I just did it. I love the fact of like, you also compete, right? In, in fitness. Yeah. Train, a bit of a weapon, and then own a sweet shop. And it's like polar opposite to each other and I absolutely froth it I think that's great everybody can't get over that like so many people come in and they're like oh you must you must not eat any of your sweets you must not eat anything in here I love it I love sweets uh, to be honest to be fair my my main forte in in regarding sweets is chocolate and crisps don't get me wrong I love a bit of pick and mix but my favorite is um chocolate and crisps I'm more of a savory and salty girl mm. but yeah I, I there's no way I'm not eating something sweet. I have yeah, to have something. That's why yeah. we train. Exactly. You know, why do you train? Oh, so I can eat all this? Exactly. There's no reason why you can't have it. As long as you're training hard, putting in your input and your output, there's no reason. Yeah, for sure. Everything's balanced, you know. Like we we like to, you know, humans aren't the, the smartest of species. We like to pendulum from one extreme to the other, right? And you're like, guys can we learn from this? Like we probably need to centralize ourselves a little bit, you know? Yeah. Let it swing from side to side. Sometimes we're a little bit on our game. Sometimes we're a little bit off coming up to Christmas. I'm mostly off, you know, but whatever, you know, enjoy yourself. So this is like my, my coach really sort of hammers into me at the moment. Like I know a lot of people are trying to sort of up their game with their fitness at the moment, but like right now with me, so I'm, I'm terrible with eating and I, I will vouch for that. I love, I'm the sort of person I before when I worked with a nutritionist I was terrible with not eating enough I was always limiting myself with food and she was always going on at me saying that like, you, you need to eat you need to eat more and putting in that food and right now his his goal with me is just just eat he said at the moment especially with Christmas just he said just enjoy your food just get that food in you and just eat as much as you want he said if you think about how much you're outputting every day when you're training and all those calories you're burning when you're training you said, just enjoy your food and just eat. I think this is the biggest problem with it always. People are too focused on what they're putting in them and, and not focusing on what their body actually needs. I agree. I completely agree. You know, like if you look at, let's use CrossFit, for example, like the sport of fitness, right? Like it's, uh, we look at the games because everybody likes to idealize the games. It's like a four or five day competition, right? You look at the leanest individuals, like they do really well in the first couple of days. And then that's kind of it. You know, they, they bunk. You look at, uh, I think, was it, it was a Fraser who came out with an interview who said, I'm not as lean as the other competitors. And that is the reason why I'm better on Sunday, the last day. You know, it was like, yes, because it's just fuel at the end of the day. Mm. You know, if, if your whole thing is, let's get on stage, let's have dick skin, let's, you know, let's look as lean as possible. 
thumbs up, hats off, you know, that's that's mega and that's a different sport. It's going to be different hoops you got to jump through. But if your thing is performance, like, how are you going to get in there if the car's got no petrol? How are you going to go anywhere? Exactly. Like, so, so I've had it before when people have said to me, oh, you, you should attempt bodybuilding and get down to your leanness. No. <laughs> Personally, I... I such a massive massive thing I, I empower people that do that and i really applaud people that do that but no yeah. i like a bit of meat on me you know and it's like when i did um when i've done a competition before because i was so nervous for that competition the day before i just didn't eat because i was just so nervous but i was still able to push through it because of what is in me still and then i just was able to carry on and keep fighting so how did you get into competing and this fitness thing? Um, Fitness-wise, I started that journey because I was quite overweight and I had a lot of um, sort of general issues. So I was, when I first ever started my fitness journey, I was probably about 10 stone, nine and a half, 10 stone. Um, and I needed to change my, just my general lifestyle. Um, I was also epileptic as well. Um, and I started my journey with a different coach. I don't know how many years ago now it is, but I've, I've been specifically seizure-free for 11 years now. Wow. Um, but I needed to change my way of life. I just was eating terribly, didn't give a damn what I ate, just putting anything in my body, um, just didn't, didn't consider myself at all. Um, and I knew I needed to change. So I got in touch with a, um, a coach around here, and he literally thrashed me every every week. You know, I was I was up on like the field doing like bear crawls across the field and you know running up hills and something I would never ever choose to do right now because I hate things like that. I hate cardio, but never choose to do it. Um, but I I lost a lot of weight. I went right down probably to about seven or eight stone, which I needed to do. Um, and and it changed me massively. I and then then I stopped having seizures, which I always to this day believed what it's partly to do with it because I needed to change my lifestyle I needed to change what I was eating what I was doing and how I was living because mm. I wasn't doing any good for myself and I remember always having this chat with my um, neurologist I remember saying to him you know since I've changed my lifestyle since I've changed my daily habits I've, I've just I, everything about me has changed that like everything in general I sleep better I feel better you know, I've I've generally am better in myself, and he he's always agreed with it. He's always agreed that, that like physically changing myself has probably really done me the world of good. Hundred percent. You know, I say this all the time to to people that walk in the gym. It's fitness is a catalyst. You know, it's the start. It is this line that the, the start line, and it 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 helps everything in life. You know, and then that's that's down to you. Like we, as as a coach, we get you to that start line. You know, we get that horse to the water, but you then you got to drink, right? And then yeah. you know you change your job because you want to go pursue your own dreams, and and you gain confidence, and mental health gets up, and uh, you know all these different things. And you're like, yeah, it's not rocket science. It's just hard because you got to do it every day. Yeah, <laughs> it's tedious. It is very tedious. It's it's pushing yourself through that barrier every day as well. It's making your mind change it's like even just generally like day to day getting up for the gym every day I I don't get me wrong this day sometimes there's days where I'm like oh I can't be bothered but most days now I, I can't wait I can't wait to go to the gym I can't wait to you know go see my coach at the gym 
but there I'm not going to deny it there are some days where I'm like it's more more of the fact because I know I'm literally going to be thrashed at the gym by my coach <laughs> but back in the day it was I would never have had that mindset where I was like oh I can't wait to get to the gym I would have been like he- so hesitant to I mean I actually still remember when I had my first ever coach I used to cancel on him so much because I was so like I think it was more because I had this body um can't think is it dysmorphia what's that word dysmorphia, when you just yeah. this body dysmorphia about myself because I was so um I was so afraid of what I looked like all the time I hated going out you know running up the hill I, I hated myself but now I don't I don't care Mm. I don't care what I look like. I'm so I like I like I put up today on my Instagram. I'm so proud of where I am now. So proud of what I've achieved, and because I've become I've come so far in where I am now. But back then, I would have never ever felt like that, in, not in a million years. And I think also that's a part of like I was saying this to someone the other day. I think as well in the industry with disability fitness and the adaptive fitness. I think it's because it's becoming so so much more accepting as well. I think back when I first started training, it wasn't so, and and you're probably talking about 10, 11 years ago, it wasn't so accepting back then. People weren't accepting uh, people with disabilities in training. If you, back then, about 10 years ago, if you walked into a gym, nobody wanted to help you. Nobody cared about you going into that gym. But now, like, if I go into my gym now, everyone is so accepting and so welcoming and so helping. You do get those people that are just so Mm narrow-minded, but you get, that's such a difference in in variety of people and I think that's what scared me the most in going into training before because I knew how the generation was back then Mm. that's such a good point and I think you know the the growth of social media has actually helped it in a way because people can then access what it's like to be in your shoes right how am I supposed to know you know, and people are ah, oh, that's too hard basket, be ignorant, whatever. They just kind of push everybody to the side, right? You're like, no, 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 this is what it's like, you know, trying to access a gym and it's not accessible. Okay, cool. So the fifth one I've gone to today is not accessible. Now I've got 10 minutes to train rather than an hour, mm. you know, and you're like, well, maybe, maybe we need to do something about this guys, you know? And I think, uh, I think riding the wave of of the adaptive at the games, to be honest, and the wheelchair rugby league, like the, all of it was publicised on BBC. And I think that is unbelievable. You're like, fuck yes. Like, get it on the telly. You know, these are professional athletes. Get it on the telly. Get people eyes on. You know, I went to the game in Manchester for the final of uh, England versus France, and there was like 4,500 people in there. And on the commentary, it turns around and goes, this is a new world record for wheelchair rugby league and everybody just the the place erupted you know and you just like this that's is how it should be it's mega. how it fucking should be because it needs to be more like that they need to be more accepting and more diverse of people like that because they're not you know there's so many people that just don't realize that that is the now mm. and there's some people that they just don't want to accept it and that that is what is current you know there's so many people like when when i went to the adaptive games I think it's April last year. I can't remember how long ago it was now. But the the capabilities and what people are able to do with their adaptive, you know, disabilities, it's just unreal. But it's like when you go back to the fact of the gyms being accessible and um, accessible for people with different disabilities, they're not. And and I don't think there's anybody, any gym out there until they wake up and smell like the whatever you call it, they're they're not going to do it because they don't want. Some of these gyms don't want to do it, but they should be made to do it. 
Mm-hmm. It's like my current gym. I was again. I was having this conversation earlier. The um, for instance, the disabled the disabled base. They're always always taken up by um just general narrow minded people because they as much as they're coming to the gym to work out, they'll park in those bays. Um, I don't use them because I don't need to use them. I'm fine. But these people will park in them and they they just don't care. But the the actual owner of the gym does nothing about it. Mm. A lift has been out of action since May. Why not fix it? But it, again, it's making making a point and making sure that these gyms are, are more accessible for disabled people and making them disabled friendly. But it's actually making the gyms wake up and say, look, do you want to be disabled friendly? Do you want to be accessibility friendly? Or do you just want to be, you know, pushed out of that zone? That's that's the other thing with these gyms as well. I just, some of them, I don't think they care. No, they don't, unfortunately. Um, that's where I go as well. Like, I love, I love fitness. Like, I've, I've worked in it for 12 years, right? And this is kind of my my art for my craft. But at the same time, I'm the, I'm the world's worst for going in gyms. It's like, you don't give a fucking shit. Like, because mm-hmm. I can name out an entire list here. And I was like, because if you actually cared about this thing, or called people and this industry called fitness, right? You would have done this. You know, the toilets would have been clean. You know, that thing that you just walked past, a little bit of tissue on the floor, you'd have picked it up. You know, yeah. the disability toilet or the accessible toilet wouldn't have all the cleaning equipment in it. You'd put it in a storage cupboard. Mm. You know, it's just little things like that, right? And I think um, currently at the moment, I'm I'm trying to brainstorm with coaches and all around the world and just like, how do we get it so it's common practice? for every CrossFit gym, because I think they are leaders in the progressive fitness, so to speak, right? Whether it's affiliated or not, I don't really care. I'm not really into that argument. I'm just like, how do we just help people, right? But how do we get every CrossFit style gym to have an adaptive and inclusive trainer within it? As well as you've, okay, you need your level three PT to to coach people. You need your CrossFit level one to coach people. Like, fantastic. But how do you then go and get another qualification so if somebody walks in with a disability you might be visually impaired or whatever it is you have some sort of knowledge and are qualified for them to come in you can help them Mm. so how do we do that it's it's like you say it's going around and making sure they have them but i i believe something needs to be done because it's 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 making sure there's in exclusivity yeah yeah, exclusivity yeah, I can't, I can't even say that whole word in one go, but it's making sure there's that because surely it comes under this disability act because it's making sure that everyone is accepted in that same area because otherwise you're excluding them because you're not you're saying that they're not able to come into that place because they're not you know they're not a part of it and they're not able to come because if, for instance like if the lift not working that person won't be able to get on the top floor won't be able to get back down. Mm-hmm. you know it's 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 wrong it's it's not right but in the same token how how i don't i don't really know how you go about it with these these gyms and these different places gyms like big gyms i don't know i really don't know it it is a really really hard one to come across because as much as you want to push it to them they've got to want to do it mm-hmm. they've got to they, they've got to have it in their own heart to actually want to do it I think CrossFit CrossFit places are, are much more likely to have it in them to want to do it because they have that um, community spirit and community feedback to want to do it. But big gyms, I'm not going to name any 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 at all, but they don't have it in them to want to do it. 
they don't they don't care because it's owned by a massive person who has all these all these other ones around them they're not bothered they're really not bothered which is so frustrating it really is and i i think um i think the market dictates all at the end of the day and i think uh people need to understand that uh the power's in their hands you know that we've never lived in a time where you you have more quote unquote power because you can just voice your opinion right you can kind yeah. of just shove it out there and, and and talk to people and this is where i believe in a in a bottom up approach of like let's fix the grass roots first Mm. Fuck the top. I don't really care about them. Like, whatever. You yeah. go make your billions, your millions. I don't really give a shit, mate. Like, I'm just going to go go outside and dig holes. I'm just going to go do my thing, and we're going to help people. And eventually, it catches on. It takes a long time. Unfortunately, that's just what happens. But eventually, it catches on, and it forces the big fish to change their tune. I think this is that is a key point. I think you have to start at the lower point, and you have to keep digging into other people that mm. can then start helping you. Because I think it's it's like myself, they don't, um, at my gym, they don't have any women's bars, which are the smaller ones. So I just bring in my own. Mm-hmm. And then I've started adding more bits, but I just keep them hidden in a certain place. And you just have to, and then, and then you just dig at them and you just keep going at them. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's exactly like you said, you just have to keep going at the lower people. And, and I, I, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's very yeah. hard. It's funny you you bring up uh, women's bars because that's one of my pet peeves. If I go into a gym and there's only the 20 kilo bars, so predominantly male bars, it pisses me off. And I'm not going to use the 15, right? I'm always going to pick up a 20 kilo bar. That's just, you know, that's not for me, but it pisses me off. I'm like, but what if someone's got tiny hands? What if someone is can't pick up 20 kilos? What if a kid wants to uh, deadlift mm-hmm. and they can't pick up 20 kilos? You know, it's like... It, oh, it winds me up. my head in. Like, there's not a single one in our gym. There's not a single women's bar in our gym, and there's it, it's it's not about the weight. It's the the grip. It's mm-hmm. the fact that it's a it's a smaller bar. Even my coach loves the fact that it's smaller. It's easier to grip. He's even used it before, and it's there's not a single one. So I I bought it through lockdown actually, and I bought it for when we were training outside, mm. and. I took it into the gym because they didn't have one. And I said to them, could you please get some? Because, you know, I have a smaller grip. Some other women have also said, no, sorry. Is that it? That's all they said? Yeah. Literally, I was like, but it, it would be easier for me to use. You know, I, I don't like to keep bringing mine in because I've had, I've had like my stuff nicked from the yeah, staff room, which I kept my stuff in. No, sorry, we've got bars here. You just have to use them. Oh, go fuck yourself. Honestly, like they, don't think... give, they honestly don't give a shit. They don't, like I've I've emailed I've I've had words with this gym before about the like go back to like disabled parking. I will keep an eye on it. It's like yes. yeah, you're doing a great job at that. See, this is where I I love sport. Right, I think it's you know like for example watching a World Cup the other day and Morocco wins right. Like you just see everything's just elevated and everybody's kind of like gathering around an underdog. And I think that's just going to go help the country, right? South Africa win the Rugby World Cup. It helps the country a little bit. So this is where I think you're in a really good position in a sense of we're going to go do the National Fitness Games or whatever it is, right? Some sort of uh, competition. You're going to smash it out of the park. All right. People are going to be like, what the fuck? That's better than me. It's like, I can't do that. I was like, yes, because you don't train like that. Of course you can't do it. Like <laughs> these things are hard, right? And then 
that has got the attention. And then you also have got the platform of like, okay, here's a microphone. Or then what do what's your opinion? And how do we how do we improve this accessibility of X, Y, or Z? Right. And I think this is where sport is a really unique position because it, it gets eyes, it gets attention, right? And especially mm -hmm. if we can we can kind of capitalize off the back of CrossFit doing a pretty good job of the adaptive side now and the, the wheelchair rugby league, like I said, and like the Paralympics and, and all this. So it's like, let's just capitalize off more marketing, right? Mm. And highlight, let's be honest, absolute demons, right? You're like, well, I can't do that. Like, it's not happening. I'm, there's no way I'm going to be able to do that, right? And you're like, cool. Now give that person an opportunity to become a voice for the voiceless. Boom. Yeah. And I think uh, I think that's the way. It's, get, it's getting to the right people as well, though. It's getting them to listen and to understand what is needed and what is needed to be put out there. It, it really is. It's getting to the right people and getting them to listen and to understand. Because right. I think there's a lot of people that don't don't get it. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that don't care either. You know. Yeah. And um, that's okay. You know, they have the right not to care. Like, let's be honest. Um but we're just going to do our thing and eventually they're going to have to change tides because it'll either be industry standard or you'd have to have a piece of legislation or, you know, it was the same thing with health and safety, right? You never really had to, like fire exits didn't really become a thing. AED machines weren't, oh no, you don't need one. It's like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. the, the the closest defib is five miles down the road at Amaki's. You're like, yeah, but the, the person's going to be dead. What do you mean five miles down the road? We've got to drive five and then come back five. That's 10 miles. What the fuck? You're like, yeah, yeah now that's... Then. <laughs> exactly. So it's... Um, I think we just got to keep knocking on those doors. You know, people people do care. Um, people are allowed to change their mind. Some people might have been ignorant, you know, head in the sand. And just by having a open conversation, they're like, oh, actually, that's a really good point. You're like, yes. So let's let's keep the ball rolling. Your thing is, you're always going to get the ones that have their own opinions on it as well, which I think I think is understandable. Mm. You're going to get the different the different sides of opinions, but I think at the end of the day, you need you need as much as it's hard to accept. And I was this is another point I made to somebody the other day. You need the vice versa in yes. life. You do need it because it's it's about learning and accepting in life because. You, you can't actually learn to live your life without having sort of almost like the negatives in life as well as such because it's, it's how you learn to get on in life because if you don't have those in, in your life, you'll never learn. I don't know how to sort of say that without saying the same thing over and over. Do you know what I mean? You, yeah. you, <laughs> you, with the negative shit you get in your life, you need that because it, it allows you to learn and accept what is actually going on like if you always had happy thoughts, happy stuff coming in all the time, all the time, you'd never actually learn about your life and how it can be and how good it can be. Because mm. if it's, it's the same with this. You need to have the negative crap coming in as well. And I've always said this as well. And as, as crap as it is, we have to just learn to accept that some people won't give a shit about it. Mm -hmm. And there will be some people out there. As much and 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 this is another thing that really bugs me and is bugbear of me. As much as some people out there make out they actually really care about it and make out they're a part of it, they really don't. Put your money where your mouth is, right? Do something about it, and yeah, it's... there's some people out there in this in this fitness industry. They make out they're a part of all the adaptive community and stuff like that when they're really not. 
Hmm. They're really not a part of it. They 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 sort of do it so they've got it on their, you know, their Insta, their this and that. And it's like, no, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's the same i have this conversation with coaches a lot of you know we talk about effective communication you know because we have to say things not in a way that we want to say it but in a way that you're going to understand it right mm. uh, to get you something that you want to do but by providing you with something that you need and more than likely you don't want to do that at the initial moment right and i'm mm. like okay great well do you know how to say your name in sign language you know and um, pretty much everyone let's say 99% will turn around and be like no why would I need that I was like because that's communication yeah you know like that's all it is it's being able to communicate we do non-verbal communication in a CrossFit gym when the music's blasting the midway through a workout they don't know who the name is what they're doing you know we need to be able to communicate with them without the words that's yeah. all it is you know and uh it's opening up those mental avenues of being like guys there's another way of thinking about this. And to be honest with you, I wholeheartedly respect anybody on the planet that can turn around to me and be like, Alex, have you thought about this way? And if, if I've not, I'm like, wow, this is phenomenal. Thank you very much. Or they mm -hmm. trip me up and was like, Alex, you've been a dick here. Like you need to think about this side. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even think of that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's. I think you made a really, really good point. You need that challenge. You really do. You do need a challenge. And I think it's also, I think going going back to what I said, it, I think people that try to be, there's so many fucking amazing people out there that are huge advocates on the adaptive industry because I know they are. But there's some people that like when, when the moment's in the moment and it's like it's happening and the thing is happening, they make out their advocates and they support it. But once it's over, it's gone mm -hmm. and they don't care about it anymore. And it's like, we if you're going to support it when it's happening, you should be supporting it all the time and you should be advocating it all the time. Don't support it in that moment when it's happened. And like and like you say as well, make sure you know about every single disability within that industry and everything, every inclusive adaptive fitness, everything. Don't make out that you're just supporting it like all the time when you're only supporting it in that moment. And it, it just, it's a, bugbearer of mine you know I just I don't like it I it's made me step away from a lot of people that I used to follow because I used to think to myself oh they're they're really inspirational and then I then I noticed I was like no they're really not they're actually just they're doing it for a for the followers and b they're making out that they support this adaptive industry and they're really all out there for it and it's like no <laughs> you're not yeah, when, does that uh, make sense? Yeah, it does. It's kind of like glory hunting, right? Like um, mm. you're there yeah. when the when the lights are on. You're like, yeah, woo, we're adaptive, yeah. inclusive, or whatever. And when yeah. when the attention goes somewhere else, they kind of follow that attention. You're like, go fuck yourself, man! Like you didn't. Yeah, it's literally in in that line when they're in that limelight. They're like, oh, I'll put it all on my story. I'll make out that I'm a massive advocate of it. And then once that once that moment has gone, it's like straight back on me now. Mm. But then, like when it's you know that it, it's in my in my eyes, like I'm the sort of person that always, always, if I support something, I fully support it, and I always support it, no matter what it is. Hmm. And they should be the same. People are weird, though, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> like very people are bap crap crazy, honestly. Like, and especially with. Mm -hmm. 
quick three seconds of fame now, right? Not even 30 seconds of fame. You know, it's like, uh, it's two seconds and you're out. That's all you got. Mm-hmm. This is your limelight. That's your, that's your chance to speak. And they, they end up chasing it, you know, just to chase it. And I think developing your confidence and understanding how you think and feel and what you believe in, right? And just do that, man. Like you'll end up gravitating towards people that have the same sort of thought processes as you, right? And then you can challenge one another within it. Sorry? Then you can challenge one another within it, you know? Like yeah, then, definitely. You know, we might see, the eye, see it eye to eye, but we're going to look at it from a different angle. So I'm like, Miranda, how, yeah. do, you, how do you think about this? You're like, oh, I think about it this way. You're like, fuck, I never would have thought about that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let me let me entertain that thought process for a week and then I'll come back to you with how I feel. But this is the thing as well, like nobody has to agree on the same thing. Everyone can have their own opinions on each of it. And that's another thing as well. Like you could everybody has their own different opinions on each thing, which is which is fine as well. Mm. You know, it's not it's a completely diverse, you know, whole thing as well. You know, it's it's a very very mixed up feelings for everybody on, on what they think of it. Like I've had it with some people as well. I've had it. I've had someone make a comment before in the gym, where where I've mentioned about the disabled pay, um, base, and they were like, "Well, we don't need them because disabled people don't train." Oi. And I and and that you know this is where like you you get these comments because they you know they they just they don't feel that they people are this capable of doing it. But where where do you cut the line from people that feel like that and just shut off them and just go, okay, that's how they feel, leave it, or do you do you go at them for it? This is this is the problem. Yeah. You know, it's very it's very hard because I think this is something I've learned myself from owning the business. And I was saying this to him the other day, you have to like almost sometimes just shut out these people and shut out their negativeness because if that's how they want to think fuck them let them think that let that like you said earlier let us prove them wrong mm-hmm. but you know at the end of the day we know they're wrong and that's their that's their thinking that's how they want to think fuck them mm-hmm. you know it's, people are just so narrow-minded these days that's half the problem yeah and sometimes you need to protect your own sanity let's be honest um and mental health by not even engaging in in that argument you know like there's a lot of the time where I think we could have a really constructive conversation, but I also pretty much know that that individual is going to take it towards an argument. I just agree. Oh, yeah. like, yeah, sure. And then mm-hmm. just walk off. Like, like I've, I've not got any time, no energy for arguing. You know, yeah. like, are we going to converse like adults? No. Okay, fine. Thank you. Like, I'll just go, I'll do something else. It's Believe whatever insane. you want. It's you, weird. There's like, you know what they're like. You know what they're going to be like. You know that you just, you, you sort of like talk to yourself in your head and say do I carry this on or is this person just going to be an absolute fool and start a huge argument that I can't be bothered with today uh, yeah just walk away Miranda mm-hmm. it's gonna make your life a lot better if you just walk away and then that, and that saves you a hell of a lot really just walking away yeah it's weird it's like the the people who shout the loudest are the ones that get their opinions heard but usually the loudest people have nothing to say so true right true and you're like um we didn't actually get anything from this conversation you know i was like i'm just gonna go spend more time on my own like fuck them it is always those ones that are shouting and screaming at people and they're like what are you actually achieving from this you're not really achieving anything 
like if you wrote down on a piece of paper what you actually had to say, it's probably going to be a smiley face and a dick. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's all it is. Like you don't actually have anything valuable to say. So shut up. You know what I mean? Like exactly that. But no, uh, if um, if you had one piece of advice to give the whole industry and everybody to make things more accessible, what would it be? Just to be more accepting of people, change change how you look at training, and change how you when you when you're building your gym, when you're starting your gym, be more accessible for everybody. Like realize that everybody is capable of everything. There aren't any limits in life. You know, when you look at everybody, they will always push themselves to everything they want are capable of. I've always said there is no limits. And, and that's always what I've stuck by. Everybody is capable of something if they push their hardest to it. Just be more accepting of everybody and in every shape and form, size, height, you name it, any disability. From the things I have seen and what I have, you know, seen people accomplish, they have done everything from every single disability. And it, people just need to be more open and more, accessible in their gyms mm -hmm. you know there's no reason why they can't absolutely no reason like you said as well these coaches need to be more open like you, I look at mine he has the way he has adapted his training to me and we've adapted it together he I, I applaud him mm -hmm. he's just fantastic and it's opened up other people's eyes and other people like me to see that they are capable of doing it and it just shows you that, that there isn't there isn't any stopping others because everybody is able to do it. There's no reason why other coaches, other gyms can't jump that hurdle themselves. Yeah, no 100%. reason at all. Like it, it's not even hard. It just takes a little bit of humility, you know. I've just been yeah. like, hey, I don't, I don't really know. Like, how would you? How, what do you think? You're like, oh, well, I actually can't do this, but I can do this instead. You're like, okay, cool. Yeah, all right. Let's let's try that. Let's see what it's like. Exactly. You know, it's just adapting on the fly, right? Like yeah, that's it. That's literally all it is. Is adapting. It's changing the way you do it. Changing how you lift. Changing the machine. So you can't do that machine. You know, or if you can do it, you just need a few plates to sit on to reach it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there's another little girl, another short girl that I know that um lifts. She's got much smaller hands than me. She's a lot shorter than me. So she just stands on plates when she lifts. She's adapted everything. She messages me quite a lot and says, how do I change this? I said, tell your coach to look at things and adapt things to what you are capable of because there's so much you are capable of. It just is about adapting. There is nothing you aren't capable of. Mm. You know, it's like in general day-to-day -day life, like nothing in my house is adapted my kitchen sides aren't adapted, nothing. I adapt it to myself because I've always learned that in life, that I have to adapt to the outside world because that is what life is going to be like. Because unfortunately, life out in the outside world will never adapt to us. We have to adapt to it. But in things like this, it has to be adapted. You know, it's, it's how it's going to be. Wow. Amanda, thank you. Been a pleasure. I appreciate your time so much. I appreciate your honesty, your perception on things, your opinion, and definitely the sweets. <laughs> no worries. It's been Mate. an absolute pleasure. Appreciate it. We're gonna to have to do it again sometime, you know. Definitely.
And um, yeah, keep me up to date when you do next, when you train, whenever you uh, compete. And um, I'll let you know if I end up bashing any doors in to try and get this adaptive stuff going more in the UK, you know. There's something very exciting happening Thursday, but I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it. So oh, I will uh, keep you up to date. Sounds good. <laughs> Absolutely mega. Appreciate it. Speak soon. Amazing. Speak to you soon. Take care. All right, mate. Take it easy. Bye. Bye, everybody.